Segment two, <coughs> <coughs> just felt like playing that. I kind of just been half assing, dude. Like, I can't even like explain it. Like today was fine, but I kind of knew that I was going to take it easy today, so I, so I'm not really tripping about that. Like like I said before, like this is segment two. I did an episode earlier. Yeah, I did an episode earlier this morning. Early this morning, actually, now that I think about it. The Diddy Files. We went over the video from King Academics, a.k.a. DJ Academics, a.k.a. The Academy on YouTube, a.k.a. Off the Record Podcast on Spotify. We went over that. Then I did another episode directly after you know what I mean? I did another episode directly after. And I didn't share that because when I'm done with this episode, I'm just going to share it tonight and possibly share this as well. Um, tomorrow, we're going to be going over um, the Whack and Adam show. And I want to go over that because it's a crash out Coliseum moment. 
I might incorporate, uh, I'm going to try to incorporate some back and forth between the two. And the reason why I'm going through this, or the reason why I will go through this the next day, tomorrow, is because, like, just to prove a point, <clears throat> I talked about it a little bit in the last episode to give y'all a preview, like, but I've mentioned this before. Adam 22 is obsessed with gang culture. And I don't find that uh, I don't find a problem with that because most people that listen to hip hop music today, the hip hop music of today is obsessed with violence and gang culture. It is what it is. It is what it is. But it is it is how Adam 22 is running his platform right now <coughs> to where he kind of wants this sort of. Like, I think with with Adam 22, he wants No Jumper to be, in a lot of ways, a gang and have that gang mentality, that loyalty mentality. And I sense that from Adam. But the problem is, I don't think he's the one that's loyal. Granted, a lot of people will say, well, how can you say that? He's employed a lot of people, but him employing people only betters his situation. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? It's like... Howard Stern. I compare Adam 22 to Howard Stern a lot. Not because they're white, but because a lot of the things that they do and a lot of things that they say is aimed at an audience for shock value. Um, Adam 22 talks about it a lot when he talks about getting content. What is good content? So when you're out there seeking good content, you occasionally run across niggas that are willing to crash out and make asses out of themselves and create a menstrual show out of the No Jumper podcast. So now what you have, what used to be seen as, you know, sort of gang culture, sort of this, I don't know how to describe it, like sort of like this speakeasy gang hangout that No Jumper was before kind of became sort of a clown show. And pretty much this idea that this man is creating a show where the premises of it is, who wants to fuck my wife? But we're not getting through that. We're not getting to that yet. We're going to get into that fuckery tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, we'll make that shit an entire... Because I I don't want to go... Like I said, I'm not trying to go through the whole episode because it's an hour and something long episode. But I do want to play, I, I believe at this two minute mark to about 25 minutes is what I want to play. And the reason why <clears throat> is it kind of paints a picture about sort of Adam 22's mindset as, you know, the head of No Jumper. I mean, the guy has a store. He has a name. He has a reputation, whether good or bad. Um. And that's just what it is. I don't know. But Doc Rich is who we're talking about right about now. The Funk Show Brother. Check it out now. The Funk Show Brother. Anyway, um, <clears throat> we're moving on. <laughs> Going back to my list here. The Tide, the video for this from Doc Rich. He black. Oh, he a black. Um, Doc Rich video is called the tide had turned or the tide has turned people aren't buying the crap anymore from the biden administration 
I'm glad I'm playing this because I remember saying this, the, the title of this fucking video, at least three times in previous episodes. I never went through the video. 16 minutes and 47 seconds to go through. And as Doc Rich would say, let's dive in. Back at it again. And there's a major shift going on in this country currently that, I, listen, I didn't think that I would see it at one point in time, right? We're everybody would wake up all at once, but it's happened. The Biden administration has done such a terrible job that they have woken people up and united us against them. Like, share, comment, and hit that subscribe button if you are new. And let's dive in. Uh, this holiday season, families are seeing lower prices on everyday items from gas to groceries as holiday as holiday shopping starts. Shelves are stocked and prices, prices for toys, TVs and used vehicles are all down from last year. And we just imagine how bad. <clears throat> and I want you all to think about this. <clears throat> and see, this is the reason why I paid attention more to politics now. If the country was doing so good. Why would we need an announcement? Wouldn't it speak for itself? Remember when the economy was doing well and Trump had to remind niggas that the economy was doing well because this nigga was running the fucking show? He had to make that point. You know why? Because that's Donald Trump. And y'all niggas would have hated on him otherwise. You dig? So you might as well hate on him for doing real shit. We're in a fucked up economy. These people are lying to you so that you don't bug the fuck out on them. And they think you're dumb enough to believe these people so that you can continuously vote for these people and they can continuously fuck the country up. So record Black Friday sales. I don't know about y'all, but I did this much Black Friday shopping. This much. Zero. None. I didn't buy a single thing on Black Friday. That's probably the first year in a while, quite a while, right? You know, y'all. Let me just tell y'all. And maybe this is something that, I don't know, a lot of the old people, I got I got an older audience, which is weird. But that's cool. Maybe y'all don't know this, but um, yeah, see, Black Friday is overrated. Um. If you have a computer, if you have a smartphone, you can find sales online throughout the year that are very similar, if not better, than Black Friday. I'll give you an example. Last Christmas, which is crazy, it's always it's already been a year. That's insane. Last Christmas, I bought a TV because I had this big ass Toshiba. Big body, widescreen, beautiful TV, wall mounted, HT, uh, fucking 2160 resolution, 4K quality with the gaming. Everything about it was sick. I was actually going to buy a tower, a computer tower, and use the television as a modem because it had a, you know, a computer screen plug in um, outlet in the back. But for, for some reason, the TV blacked out. The, the TV just went black. And I knew at that point it was done. So I had to go out during the holiday 
last year, I think it was maybe four days before Christmas, the 21st, similar to this year, in which I'm lucky because I get paid the 15th and the 22nd. So, like I mentioned before, like last year, I was just completely idiotic and out of pocket. On 12-15, I just went and bought something that I wanted for myself during during Christmas, which was the television and a couple other things like shirts and shoes and shit like that. I waited until the check on the 22nd to do the last minute shopping. But walking in, just just walking into Walmart, which, by the way, during that time, it was actually pretty empty compared to the holidays. I guess they did all their shopping. Our niggas was just too broke one or the other. I go to the TV section. Now they have the they have a display. But like the TV that I really want was not there. The TV the TVs were like you can get like a during that holiday season, you could get like a 30 you you could get like a fucking a 45 inch TV for like fucking like less than that just to estimate Black Friday is senseless and unlike the other Black Fridays where I don't know the the economy was good people would go out there and recklessly shop and recklessly cause ruckus at the supermarkets and at the and at the stores and the Best Buys and the Walmarts and back in the day it was Circus City and all these other computer stores and then the Apple stores. Not this year. The people that are going in and out of those stores, running in and out, running in and out, they're the ones that are committing crimes. Okay, that's the ones. They're not shopping. They're robbing. Okay. So, yeah, cut the bullshit. That's all I'm trying to say. Find something that you that you need, right? It's not always just the TV or something. You know, it's a, it's always the little something. Hey, uh, I I don't know anything, right? <clears throat> a pair of shoes or something. You know, um, did you guys do any Black Friday shopping this year? Do you think? Do you did you feel like there? No, I didn't. And yes. I was broke, all right? I was broke. I had no money. <laughs> I'm broke, nigga. I'm broke, all right? <laughs> I was broke. I had no money. This that dirty money. I had no dirty money, no clean money, no money. I had clean lint in my pocket. Clean lint. I was broke. I'm like, I wasn't getting paid that week any fucking way. You dig? I was just happy that I had off of work. You dig? As well as Thanksgiving. We went in on Thanksgiving, man. Well, not food-wise. My Thanksgiving sucked. I mean, for the podcast, we went in. Record sales, because I personally (coughs) I've honestly seen videos of uh, Black Friday items still where it was on Black Friday. Like TVs, for example. TVs just piled up, you know, like on Black... That's the point I'm trying to mention. If you pay attention to what's going on, you know the economy's in trouble. 
when it's um, when it's a week after Black Friday and they're still mentioning Black Friday sales. Pay attention to what I just said. <clears throat> Black Friday was last week. The advertisements for a lot of these stores, they still have items on the shelves and they're still having Black Friday sales. Come on. Niggas is broke. They like pile the TVs up in the middle of the aisle, right? Bunch of TVs, big sign, Black Friday sale, $2.99, you know, or something like that. I've seen videos where those TVs are still sitting there. <laughs> now, maybe those videos are old. I didn't really deep dive into them or look too deep into them. I just thought it was interesting and just uh, kept it pushing. All you got to do, man, is listen to the radio, right? The Black Friday still, the Black Friday special is still going on. You'll, you'll hear it, bro. It's out there, nigga. All you got to do is listen. Yeah, they're not selling nothing. Yeah, the economy's doing bad, sir. This is what happens. Let's cut the bullshit. Let's cut the malarkey, as the Irish would say. The malarkey, all right? Let's cut the malarkey. Let's cut the bullshit. You let that black bitch, whoever that black, she lesbian, she let, lesbian, she a lesbian bitch. That black woman, she a lesbian, lesbian. She black. She out there, you know, she go out there, she do all the lies and shit for Biden. They sit back, they do all the lies, and, and they go through like, you know, scenarios where the country's actually doing good, but everybody who's sitting there and listening to this black woman talk, they know this bitch is lying. And they know she's being paid to lie. We know that she is a diversity hire from the Biden administration. Biden has been passing out diversity hires. Biden is the new fucking um, Civil Rights Act. He's just hiring idiots, people that are black and stupid, not black and intelligent, not black and intellectual. Not black free thinkers. Nah. All these black women. He hired black women because black women can go along with the program. And I got to say what needs to be said. And this ain't towards all black women. But if you notice, when it comes to cooperation, it's a very important word to use in this situation. Cooperation with a lot of the black women and the Democrats. Mind blown. It's a generational curse. People in the Bible, they talk about, or or Christians have talked about a story in Deuteronomy. Is it Deuteronomy? Deuteronomy 28. Deuteronomy 28, which talks about the people have been cursed. And a lot of the Hebrew Israelite brothers out there will say, well, that's black people because black people are the Hebrews, black people, are the Semitic people, tribes in Africa, tribes in Ethiopia, who practice Judaism and being a tribe of Israel for many moons, people don't bring it up. Why am I saying all this for? I don't know. Sounds good, I guess. But nah, real shit. 
I think there's a. <laughs> I think there's a lot of truth. I think there's a lot of BS in everything. I do believe that black people, if you're talking about those who are anti-Semitic, there was never a black person that slaughtered millions of Jews. And I have to specify this and make a point. White people are more anti-Semitic than black people because a white person was the one who caused the Holocaust and the huge blood sacrifice of the Jews during the time. Not an African. Not an American black. Or any black, for that matter. Was as heinous towards the Jewish people the way that whites, Germans, Nazis, white supremacists, skinheads, what other term do you want me to use to connect the dots? But every time a black man tells the truth about the Jewish people, they threaten to take his career, they threaten to take his assets, they threaten to throw him aside. For what? A true statement? The fact that these people invented what we consider today to be Hollywood, is that anti-Semitic? Or is that just me giving credit where credit is due to the Jews starting the shit to begin with? What are we talking about? But this is the way media. And when you look at mainstream media. It's like a highway. To misinformation, disinformation. Propaganda, predictive programming, and all this other type of shenanigans that really divide people rather than inform people on what's really going on. And while informing people on what's really going on, the people are coming together to talk about the situation. So rather than divide people, you can just tell the truth to bring people together. But these people live with lies. They live from lies. Their their reputation comes from lies. The superstardom, the, the the idol worshiping, it's all a lie. All right. I just wanted to cook up um, some conscious soul food real quick. But y'all let me know. Y'all let me know. Let's talk about some facts and feelings. What a difference a year makes. Last November, economists and business leaders predicted that today we would be in a deep recession. Well, guess what? That did not happen. By so many measures, the economy is in good shape. Unemployment, near 50-year lows. Because people have to work in this economy. They can't get by just, you know, living off of, you know, their partner's salary. You know what's funny about that statement as well? When people, and they only, they, they will never mention the, unemployment, the unemployment rate of the last person because, well, those numbers are undeniable. And it wasn't just black people. It affected everyone across the board. With the economy doing bad, people have to make money. People have to live paycheck to paycheck. So it's not really a economic um, accomplishment, if we can say. It is the people 
simply reacting, trying to maintain, trying to survive, going out there, working, doing what they got to do. Some people, retirement, retirement plans is fucked up. They say niggas can't retire to their 70. Now, you know, the average of people, they dead by the time they're 65, man. Let's be real. Let's keep it a buck, especially blacks. The blacks. I'm black. Niggas is living to like niggas that live to like 65 is like almost a rarity. Unfortunately, niggas is dying early. That's the reality. So the idea is you work to a certain point. And you're able to retire and have some money to fall back on. That's the that's that's the plan. That was the plan of the retirement plan. Now it's if you're lucky, if you don't work yourself to death, then you can enjoy the money you make. (laughs) That's like, yeah, people are working. But like, yo, what choice do we have, man? For real, what choice do we have? Or whatever the case is, the parent salary, they got to get out of work, too. Because of how expensive everything is. Wages going up. The econ- because they have to in order to keep up with the inflation. Near 50-year lows. Wages going up. The economy, it is growing. Inflation, <laughs> it is slowing. This oh. holiday, a lot of things are less expensive than they... How much money... And you got to ask yourself, the people who talk like this, and you can tell these people don't live the lives that you live. They don't they don't have the lifestyle that you live. They got to work at places they don't want to work to make income. But these people in their cushy jobs, sitting in front of a camera, reading a teleprompter, not even conveying their true emotions and thoughts. These are puppets on a string that people listen to. I want y'all to remember that. How much money did the DNC pay this bitch? They have to... What? Joy Behar. Same example. Like, wait. Did Joy Behar say that the economy is good? But then again, Joy Behar is definitely a paid agent. This bitch is an agent of chaos and confusion with Caucasoid limousine... Liberals. I'm talking my shit tonight. As a black, an American black, not an African American. A conservative. Not no whiny, wokeified, bitch made liberal. I'm not a social justice warrior. I'm not a socialist. I'm not a communist. I am an American black. All right. Fuck these democratic demons. These people are lying to you. All right. I got to explain it like this. These people are lying to you. Niggas listening, y'all not balling. Y'all not spending a lot of money. And if y'all are, y'all doing some illegal activity. And I wish you well, sincerely. But that ain't happening over here. I don't do that shit. But no disrespect to those who doing what they got to do. Point I'm making is, y'all living the same life that I'm living, realistically. You work a job. You have bills to take care of. You may have property to take care of. You have a car to take care of. You need to put food on the table. Basic shit, right? 
these limousine liberals, these fucking retarded, pathetic, feminist scum that live way above you are going to tell you everything is fine. Why are you complaining for it? It's like, when do the people say, well, what gives you the ability to say what you're saying? Outside of the fact that you are a paid agent of chaos and confusion, just like Joy Behar, just like the other people on The View, just like the white liberal. What gives you, and, and I ask these white liberals this all the time, when it comes to telling me who's racist and who isn't, what makes you the ruler of racism to tell me who, in fact, is a racist and a white supremacist and who isn't? Dear white liberals, we don't need your help. Okay, <laughs> we don't. Uh, then again, I ain't speaking from I ain't speaking for nobody. I don't need your help. I don't need your input. I can do my own research. I don't need you people to tell me what's right, what's wrong, which way is up, how to piss standing up. I don't need you guys. A year ago, Thanksgiving dinner, gas prices, airfares. Now, I know polls are showing us that Americans feel like the economy is in bad shape. You would think, given what people are saying, we're in a recession, but we are not. And here's the thing. We're also not acting like we're in a recession. Holiday spending looks like it is going to hit a new record. As my colleague Tom Costello reports, holiday weekend travel could do the same, even if the weather doesn't cooperate. How the fuck is this a flex? How is this a flex? Can somebody explain? It's like asking these bitches, you suck dick, right? Like, like, ladies, you suck dick, right? You fuck guys. You don't actually know. Correction. You're not the fucker. You are the fucky, right? You are the fucky. You are the sperm deposit bin. But... Y'all move around and say, oh, I get all these, man. I get your man. I can fuck your man. All you got to do is spread your legs, sweetie. You're not doing much. <laughs> like, for real. That's what this reminds me of. It's an unnecessary flex that makes no sense. It's an unnecessary flex. Ask the people... In New York. Do you think we're in a recession? Because you know why we don't use that word, right? There's one president who's always going to be remembered for that word. And his name is Barack Hussein Obama. Let's keep it a stack. If this man were connected to the recession, it would be worse. He's incompetent. I'm talking about Biden. Sleepy Joe. Biden. Not siding with Joe Biden. He's incompetent. 
He's a fucking clown. And no, liberals, I'm not talking about Trump. Trump's the goat. I'll slap the shit out of a nigga, yo. Get the fuck out of here. You niggas is tweaking. All y'all niggas is smoking K2. Y'all, y'all ever, you ever heard of K2? That's what they smoke. These bums. <laughs> They can't, they can't smoke za, so they gotta, they gotta smoke synthetic za. What type of demon, black magic, witchcraft? <laughs> These niggas need Jesus. They need Jesus, brother. Think about it, right? These niggas, like, like me, for example, I smoke weed. I, I love to smoke weed. I don't give a fuck. People like smoking weed or not. And I really don't promote it. I just like to do it. And more, more importantly, I like to do it while I'm recording. Why not? Right? Smoke on the side. So, I do so. Now, I don't go out there and say that, oh, you're not smoking weed? You're a loser. <laughs> you're not getting high like me? You're not smoking blunts like me. You're not smoking joints like me. You're a loser. You're lame. I don't I don't play those games. Cuz I know niggas that smoke weed and they're the corniest fucking people on earth. Weed is the only thing that saves some of these niggas. I'm not going to lie to y'all. That's why I don't really I don't kick it with everybody. I don't smoke with everybody. I don't party with everybody. I don't have a reason to. Right? Like, some motherfuckers really want to be out there in the public like that. And it's not that they doing stupid shit. It's just they want to be in the public eye doing stupid shit. There's a lot of people that do stupid shit on their own time. You understand? Like, I'm not, I'm not going to be a crash test dummy. And I'm not going to be a puppet on somebody's string, you understand? So I understand, I know I know the risk. I know the rules and regulations to this shit. I'm not letting nobody um, intimidate me or try to say uh, I should say something or do something or I shouldn't say something or shouldn't do something. These niggas can kiss my ass, bro. Niggas ain't, niggas ain't talking about nothing. Niggas ain't doing nothing. Niggas is barely working. Niggas ain't working out, beer bellies. Niggas is looking retarded. Look, niggas is looking stupid. Uneducated, unethical bums. But if you allow these people to tell you what you should do and what you shouldn't do, yeah, bro. That's that's gonna be a no. I'm not even going. I'm not even going to attempt to give a shit about what these people say. Cause. It's different when you're surrounded by people that's doing something. You know what I mean? People that's actually doing things, it's a lot different. Where you'll take the you'll take the constructive criticism because you're mature enough and you understand when somebody is trying to help you and when somebody is trying to harm you. You understand when people are trying to give you words of encouragement or they're just the people that are just trying to set you up for failure. 
a lot of these people, they wish they had a voice and they wish they had the nuts. They wish they had the courage to speak out about the things going on, but they don't. But these will be the same people that will try to critique what you do as if they got something going on themselves. And these niggas really don't have shit going on. You be around like, you be around the community, you be around the city, whatever, whatever your environment is, however you see your environment. And you'll see people who realistically, they could work if they wanted to. They could make money if they wanted to, but they don't. They don't. And because they don't, you gotta be. A, you gotta listen to their fucking pity party. You gotta listen to their fucking trials and tribulations, right? And while they're doing that, they asking you for shit. Oh man, you don't gotta. You don't got a spare dollar. Hey man, you don't got an extra cigarette? Yeah, I just saw you open a pack. You don't got an extra cigarette? Yo, I just saw you crack open a beer. You don't got an extra beer? Yo, I just saw you light that blunt. Yo, let me let me let me smoke with you. Come on, bro. And niggas look at you sideways when you like, nah, man, I'm, I'm good, bro. Like. Cause you start thinking more realistic. It's not like niggas are kids again. You know what I mean? It's not like niggas are kids. It's not like we're in our adolescence and we don't have money or we can't work or we can't make money for ourselves or it's not like we have to depend on the government or we have to depend on a welfare check. It's just certain niggas choose to. And you may be the nigga that's completely out of that. You're out of that space. You're not in that category. And realistically, people can't fuck with you. Because you actually doing something. These niggas is willing to crash out and put their lives in jeopardy, nigga. I'm willing to put my life in jeopardy to save my life. That's the only time I'm willing to officially crash out. If niggas try to put my life in danger or if a nigga threatens my life, I'm going to act first. That's a fact. I'm going to act first. I don't got time to play mind games with people like, oh, man, this nigga saying he going to cause harm. Then I'm going to catch him first, man. That's how it goes. And that's not, I'm not a street nigga. I'm just a nigga from that environment. I'm not a street nigga, but I'm a nigga from the street. I know how the game works. I know if, I know if a nigga does me dirty or if a nigga threatens to do me dirty, I gotta act first, man. That's animalistic. That's, that's, that's the animalistic nature of me. I'm not letting a nigga talk down to me and think nothing's going to happen. Other people, they do that, but you kind of have to be careful as a man, at least in that predicament, because if you let a nigga say whatever the fuck they want, then everybody going to look at you a certain way. You can't let that happen. But then again, I don't promote being around niggas. I stay to myself. You feel me? I stay to myself because I'm comfortable in my own skin. 
and I love myself too much to allow my character, to allow my reputation, and to allow my credibility to be questioned by pathetic low lives, respectfully. Niggas aren't ready for these type of conversations, which is the reason why I'm podcasting now for the people who are. You feel me? That's the reason I'm saying the shit that I'm saying now. And the reason why I stand where I stand. The people who disagree, that's cool. But what y'all doing? People saying, oh, you should talk about this. You should talk about that. Where's your platform, brother? Where's your platform? Where's your representation? Notice how they said price is lower than last year. Because <laughs> last year was all time highs. And didn't she say record uh, spending? Price spending looks like it is going to hit a new record. Yeah, it's, it's probably a record because of how expensive things are. They haven't been this expensive ever before. Until, well, last year. I don't know. I think. I don't know. I don't know. Huh. And people just really didn't buy anything. Now, prices may have come down a little bit. And people are like, yeah, I'm not going to skip two years in a row. I'll just go ahead and buy everything that I normally buy. It's just going to be a lot more expensive, which by definition would make it a record. If everybody's buying what they normally would buy and things are a lot more expensive than it normally would be. By definition, you're breaking a record. But I don't know. Y'all tell me. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm tripping. But I do think record this is weird because I don't feel this. Record spending for items that are marked more now because of an inflation. I just figured it out. Never mind. That makes perfect sense. I just cracked the code. <laughs> I just cracked the code. All right. So... Yes, it's record high spending because the merchandise that you would usually pay a decent penny for, you're paying a hefty stack of quarters. So, of course, the merchandise that you're going to buy is going to cost more. You're going to spend more because you spend a lot. That's a record. Damn. Shout out to Doc Rich. He black. Wait. I don't feel this way, but they're trying to convince me that everything is fine. Everything is sunshine and rainbows. Prices are prices are great, guys. Things are down. Inflation is slow. Blah, blah, blah. Employment. You know, I, I don't know. I just find that weird. But, you know, the truth of the matter is most people are buying the BS. Check it out. We're all struggling. Facts. Struggling each day. Um, the cost of living is quadrupled. Um, just to get groceries has now costed me a second mortgage. Let's Damn. be serious. I have eight people to feed in my house. It's literally between 12. Well, first of all, dear, even if the economy was booming, bitch, you got eight people to take care of. That might be a personal problem. I'm just saying. You on your own, bitch. Fuck that. We're not counting that. We ain't going to count that. That bitch, does she got eight kids? Is that what she's saying? <coughs> Does she have eight kids? Octomom ass bitch. What? What? Baby father ain't nowhere around. He gone. Daddy ain't there. <laughs> Daddy ain't there. <laughs> I'm a piece of shit. I know. Uh, <laughs> that is funny though. Daddy ain't there. Daddy ain't around. Daddy gone. Eight kids. What the? All different. Bit. 
I'm just assuming that the eight people that's in her household are kids. I'm just assuming. Maybe I'm wrong. $1,400 a month just to have groceries in my house. So now my credit... $1,400 for groceries a month? For eight people? Alright. <coughs> Alright, yeah, I see that. For eight people? Yeah, I see that. And if she's doing things the right way, she's doing things the right way. She get she's out there working. You know, you gotta give credit where credit is doing. She ain't she ain't a fucking hood rat. Bitch ain't on Section Eight food stamps, SNAP, EBT, WIC, all that other devilish things created by daddy, the daddy devil government, aka the black zaddy. You work for zaddy, right? So fourteen hundred dollars, <coughs> eight people, technically nine people, including her. Yeah, I see the issue. It's been great, my pretty much my entire life, because I've always believed if you can't, if you can't buy, it, don't have it. So I've never had credit cards till recently. Last couple of years, I've had to get credit cards just to get by. Damn. Certain things, um, school clothes or certain uh christmas let's talk about that uh extra added expenses when i'm already struggling my mortgage gets paid every month but it's not the first of the month it's definitely at the end of the month it, i mean my bills are getting paid but i'm falling behind every single day oh never mind she says her mortgage is being paid now <coughs> am i am i wrong for assuming that she's talking about she's under uh public housing Am I wrong for thinking that? Because that's what it sounds like. Or maybe she's paying mortgage and she's, I don't know. I don't know. Because I have to pick and choose which bills to go behind on so I have groceries in my house. Literal groceries in my house, guys. That's not right. It's not okay. And then I wake up this morning and my um, dryer shit the bed. My dryer. So where the hell am I going to? Now I don't have any more. My credit cards are maxed. Um, my, I don't, I don't have 500 extra dollars in the bank anymore to get a dryer or 900. How I don't even know how much, but we're going to have to add a new bill to life because mom is going to be going to the laundromat. Okay. And yes, any bill extra is an extra bill right now that I can't afford. Something's got to change. And I know I can't be the only one that's out here. I feel like no shit, you're not. I hate people that say that. You know that, right? I really hate people that say that. Oh, I can't be the only one. You're a human being, you stupid bitch. Of course you're not the only one. Sick of people saying that. Shit bothers me. I know I'm not the only one that's going through something right now. Yeah, nah. Shut the fuck up. Some niggas was born in the struggle. The fuck is this bitch talking about? I'm black. Some bitches and some niggas were born in the struggle. We just we just learned to maintain. And I think a lot of people in that position become more humble because we come from nothing. So when we have something, we appreciate it, especially if it's something we work for. You understand? When you get eight, you got eight rugrats and she you got eight rugrats in the house. She didn't even specify. You know, that hoe got eight kids. You can, you can hear it in her voice. That bitch is burnt out, torn up, tore apart. Eight kids, probably by eight different baby daddies. 
all out fuckery. All out fuckery. Buddy is silently struggling and just doing the things to get by and going into debt and trying to keep your head above water and smile on your face and um yeah, Bitch man up silently struggling. Man up. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Man up. Tell these hoes man up. Tell these hoes man up. They you got eight kids. It ain't about you anymore, sweetie. Fuck out of here. That's how I look at it. I'm black. It ain't about you anymore, sweetie. You got eight people to take care of. Best of luck. <laughs> Best of luck, toots. Seriously. Crime River. Niggas is struggling, nigga. Niggas is bored into struggle. Nigga, fuck out of here. You dig? You know, maintaining, doing what we got to do, living check to check. I'm doing the same thing everybody else is doing. Ain't, ain't nothing special about me. I don't come out here to act larger than life. That ain't that ain't my that's not my my crowd. That's not the, the audience that I aim for. <clears throat> All these other niggas, they cocksuckers behind the scenes. They out here sucking dick, fucking with trainees and shit. Let's just be honest. Fuck it. Let's be honest. Fuck it. I'm sick of it. Let's be honest. Fuck it. We're going to throw it out there. A lot of these niggas is tranny chasing behind us. <laughs> a lot of these niggas are tranny chasing behind closed doors, family. We need to talk about this right away, family. Okay? When you hear me say family, I'm on my, I'm on my brother Umar shit. You dig? <laughs> I'm on my Jersey Umar. You dig? Um... We got to talk about this family. A lot of these guys, they're going to sell you courses. Oh, yeah, you can get laid. These niggas are sucking cock behind the scenes. No, no, no ditty, dirty money involved. No party parties involved. These people are scumbags. They're going to sell you a dream. See, they treat you like, oh, a lot of you guys need to pay attention. These so-called game coaches and all this shit. Even red pill coaches. Let's be honest. Red pill coach, game coach, all this advice shit. These niggas are fucking pathetic, dude. They want to be like Andrew Tate. But even Andrew Tate doesn't have a good reputation. And that, and that's just... And I'm not a hater of Tate. I mention Tate a lot because the nigga's funny as hell. But the self-snitching, brother. We need to talk about it, family. These niggas is talking about fucking trannies. You can look up, you can look up um, Andrew Tate making a joke about it. Where he said, in a joking way, which I don't know how this can be considered a joke. He would fuck a man that looks like, um, was it Megan Fox? He would fuck a tranny that looks like Megan Fox rather than fuck a woman that looks like Hulk Hogan. Biology, brother. Family. Fam biology. That's some gay shit, family. Pause. That's some gay shit, family. I gotta tell you. That's gay. Oh, I'd rather fuck a... A man that looks that looks like a hot woman than a woman that, that looks like a man. You're still fucking a man, sir. That is suspect, as he would say, within his faith. That's haram! Haram! Stop it. Niggas is scamming out here. They're grifting. I'm proud to say that I'm not a grifter. 
because I'm not a grifter, I'm not going to be in the spotlight because I'm not going to be in the spotlight. I may ha- I may not have the views that I might want. I may not have the, the following that I have or I may want a better following, a bigger following. I don't give a fuck. I'm not out here serving nobody, no BS. There's certain values, there's certain morals, there's certain ethics that is a part of my essence that I'm not willing to sell people. I want y'all to pay attention. These men who are telling you that you can get bitches in 30 minutes, they are tranny chasers. And if you like transsexuals, that's your thing, pops. That's what you like. Yo, if if they want to do some gay shit, do some gay shit. But don't act like Macho Man Randy Savage. Don't do the Hollywood Hulk Hogan games. You know, don't do the Brock Lesnar machismo masculinity game. We see that you're a fruit pop. We see that you are suspect. All right. Just gotta, just gotta stop. Anyway, I mean, I get that sense too. Uh, it, it, and uh, you know, I've come across a lot of videos like the one you just saw, where people are like, "Man, I'm busting my butt out here, and I'm, I'm barely making it, barely." You know, um, at, at, at the end of the week, when all bills are paid, I've got twenty dollars to stretch me for the rest of the week, barely making it. And my, and, and in my humble opinion, man, if you are working. You know, 40 plus hours a week at a job that's not, you know, like a McDonald's, of course, obviously, that's like an entry level occupation. People at McDonald's, I, I, you know, if you're working 40 plus hours a <laughs> <Yo>. week <laughs> at something that's other than like McDonald's or something, there's no way you should be struggling. Like, I'm not saying you should be rich, but you shouldn't be having to take out credit cards and max them out, <laughs> like, which is just that. Yeah, like. I don't I never had gotten a credit card yet. I'm 35. <clears throat> I've never <clears throat> even signed up for a credit card. I'm 35. Reason being is credit cards realistically only create debt. Pay attention, especially black folks. Y'all want to max out credit cards. These cocksuckers can take possession of your life, nigga. Fuck out of here. Never, like, just have a credit card, (coughs) but use it for small things. Build up credit. Use it. uh, Maybe you can use it for gas. Maybe you can use it for small items at the grocery store when you don't have money handy. Don't create debt, because that's all credit cards do. They create debt. Absolutely ridiculous. Like, you're not coming out of that. If if you're going into a slump, and while going into that slump, you're having to sign up for credit cards. Exactly. And you're maxing out those credit exactly. cards. Exactly. And you're still not catching up. You're still behind. Like, that. that's just absolutely ridiculous. I, I personally don't believe somebody should have to live like that. If you're busting your butt, you should be rewarded for that. And um, yeah, I, I, I agree with her. Um, I think there's a lot of people that are silently struggling out here that are just kind of gritting their teeth and bearing it.
Um, and, uh, you know, you have this administration trying to make it sound as all, as if things are sunshine and rainbows, but you have people like this. But, you know, the great thing about um, all of this happening is that it is wake it is wakening a lot of people up to the truth. You know, a lot. Of- I think. Call call me like uh, what's the word? I don't know. Call me pessimist if you will for saying what I'm about to say I think it's sad and I think it's pathetic that we as a people black white Americans in this country citizens of this country have to say something that goes to the lines of the world is in chaos money is bad because we can't make it um (laughs) Jobs, people are just getting by in jobs because the economy's fucked up. But hey, at least people are waking up. Fuck these people and fuck them waking up. They're going to know it when it's time. And if it ain't for them, it ain't for them. That's how I look at this shit. This ain't a waking up tour. I'm out trying to wake anybody to fuck up. If you asleep, nigga, go back to sleep, nigga. Night, night. Fuck out of here. Let these brothers and these scholars with real reputation, real credibility and real logic, knowledge, be the ones to be the professionals. I ain't that type of nigga, man. And I'm going to be professional enough. Right. I'm going to be professional enough to say what I have to say and articulate it in a way that most people will understand what I'm not going to do is tap dance and play these fucking games to try to get people or win people over. If niggas don't like what they listening to, don't listen to it. You see what I mean? That's the type of shit I'm on. There's too many niggas soft-shoeing and cooning and buffooning to get to where they need to be. Niggas be like, but you support Trump. Niggas, so what? You're the, you're the same people that downplay black Republicans when you don't know the history of the Republican Party. You don't even know the history of the Democratic Party because if you did, you wouldn't be supporting them. <clears throat> but I'm not playing the games where my job is to wake people up. Yeah, yeah. My job is to wake up the universe family. My job is to shock the nation and shock the world. Like, I'm not doing that shit. You take that shit to them other niggas, the, the fist having niggas, them nigg- take it to them. Fuck you talking about. I can't relate to them. It's a culture. It's a culture shock from within. And I think this country is divided enough to understand what I'm trying to illustrate. Everything's divided even in culture and color. <coughs> now I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm explain this. Everything is divided within culture and color. So you got two categories. Culture and color. White people Caucasians or if we're using the term African-American, then we can use European-Americans. They're divided in politics. I'm going to repeat myself. When it comes to color 
and culture in terms of a divide of a people within the whites, Caucasoids, Caucasians, European Americans, white Americans, Americans. They divide via political belief, political affiliations, policies, things like immigration, things like big government versus small government. The left usually wants big government. The right usually wants small government. I tend to follow the latter. Right? These things are important to bring to the table because with black people, we divide not only in color, but we divide in culture as well. What do I mean by color and culture? Colorism is something that divides black people. Now, it can be a joke, team light skin, team dark skin, whatever the fuck you niggas want to say it. It is what it is. It is a form of separatism within a race, therefore a form of racism within a race. We will separate ourselves before the white man ever separates us. We will separate ourselves within culture when it comes to gang and street politics. We will separate ourselves from street corners and boroughs We will separate ourselves from apartments, cul-de-sacs, project homes, and high-rises. I'm preaching right now. I'm preaching right now, but I want y'all to hear it. We separate ourselves through color by terms of, oh, he light-skinned, high yellow, niggas black. He black. That nigga dark as hell. He crispy. That nigga dark as hell. Look at that nigga. He black as hell. Black people say that about black people. Now you understand colorism, which therefore is another form of separation, which is in the category of color. Culture, I already already described it geographically, environmentally, through neighborhoods, through communities, through gangs, blacks divide themselves quicker, if not more efficiently, than the opposing end being the white people that separate themselves from blacks. The only thing that changes in this dynamic is when the color culture of black gets into the culture of white people. What do I mean? There was a study two to three years ago. Now, I don't know if this was solid or not, but it's worth mentioning. They gave an example of what would be the future with the future modern American child, baby, infant human being would look like. And it showed that, of course, the child would be all mixed up. A mongrel mix of different races. Let me stop. But seriously, it would be a multiracial child. The whites on like the far right, like skinhead, borderline Nazism type niggas, they weren't feeling that. 
So for them, they can be, they're not right. And I'm not saying white supremacists aren't racist. I mean, they're not racially charged like that to just go after black people. But if they had a daughter and that daughter were to date a black, it would be a problem, people. I want y'all to pay attention to this because I'm, I'm saying all this to make a point. <clears throat> when you have white people who, for the most part in this society today, are more, more of the victims, they're more of the victims than black people. And I'm saying this as a black person, right? Now, I'm not really saying this to sympathize with white people because it's like, you know, who the fuck am I? I don't give a shit. Um, I'm saying all this to, to make a point. White people are the victims today. White conservatives. If you listen to the BS that feminism promotes, you will believe that white women are the worst women out there. And they're the women who are better off, but they're also the women who are the most problematic. They're the women who are the most materialistic. They are Western women, Western white women and black women. Don't get cherry about it because y'all bitches are next. I'm going to fry y'all bitches next. The white bitches in this country are so materialistic that the beauty, the beauty industry, the makeup industry, even to an extent, the hair industry has poisoned and just affected the black, the black women. Now the black women go out there and try to emulate the whites. They go out there trying to emulate these white hoes. They got fake hair. Like, we don't need all that. Cut that shit out. I saw one video. Bitch was acting out of pocket. It was at New York. It had to be New York because niggas was dressed different. You already know how New York niggas rock. Shout out to the niggas in, in the five borough, especially Bronx. I got a couple niggas out there. All right. I got a couple niggas out there. All right. I got my nigga uh, Jericho. Forgot I forgot what they call him. Jericho something. He out there in New York. I think he was in the five boroughs. He was in Bronx. The last time I had a video conversation with this nigga was back in like 20, 2018. And at that time, I was doing uh, Facebook Lives still. So I had a little I had a little uh, page that had a little bit of steam, a little bit of momentum, but it was really just a small band of people from around the world. You know, it was a godsend. I always talk about it and it's one of those I don't say it to boast and brag. It's something that I'm proud of that just me and my random thoughts and the shit that I was talking about, you know, was reaching was reaching people in Tennessee, was reaching people in Albuquerque. Not Albuquerque, Alberta, Canada, completely opposite. My bad. Um, Arizona. I had people in Arizona, New York, Wisconsin. It was a, uh, you know, it was a good time. I just felt that Facebook was playing games. But that's what happens when you go out there and you speak the truth. And me, I go on Facebook just to piss off Zuckerberg because he can suck a thousand dicks. Zuckerberg can zuck a thousand cocks. I don't give a fuck about Facebook. I'm 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 FBK. I'm FBK. I'm YTK. I'm YouTube killer. I'm Facebook killer. I'm I'm social media killer. I'm SMK social media killer. Jersey Judah. I don't give. They're the ops. I gotta spin the block. 
on Facebook sometimes because when I go live and talk my shit, especially about the last, the previous president, which I stirred up a lot of controversy, not just with the YouTube videos, but in real life, a lot of people stopped talking to me when they found out that I fucked with Trump, which I thought it was comical because when I see these people today, they act friendly and I don't communicate with them. I want that same energy. Niggas is saying coon behind my back. I want the same energy face to face. I don't want no phony shit because I can sense it. My third eye is open. My third eye is open. So I know when niggas is being shady. I, I check the temperature before I walk out of the house. I want y'all to think about the, Hold up. <laughs> I check the temperature before I walk out the house. So I know how to dress. I know how to present myself. <laughs> Y'all ain't catching on. That's a slick one. I got to write that down. <laughs> I be saying a lot of noteworthy shit and I just don't make notes of it. You know what I mean? But let's get back into this. This is going to be an episode that's over two hours. I'm cool with it as long as y'all cool with it. In other words, this isn't going to be a problem as long as I don't make this video like um, two hours long, which I'm not. I think this will be a two hour, 30 minute, maybe a two hour, 45 minute episode. Just saying. People hated Trump and wanted to get Trump out of office. They thought he was like the worst thing ever. And, uh, you know, Joe Biden and his, his administration would would put things back on the right track. The adults would be back in the room and they've realized they were lied to. They were lied to. Things have only gotten worse. Check it out. You know, the media played me real good. They played me like a fiddle. I used to watch a lot of TV, SNL. You're not the only one. I hated Trump uh-huh. a lot. Sure. Very triggered. First of all, by her voice, you can tell that this was a liberal. This is a liberal. I'm very triggered. I mean, you're really like, I mean, this is a safe space. I'm not feeling safe here and that type of shit. Bitch, shut the fuck up. Shut up. Eat a dick. Right. I like going to liberal white women and telling them that I like Trump just to see how they act. To see their reaction. Like, you like Trump? Why would you like Trump? Bitch, what do you mean by that? I don't say it like that, but I wish I could. I didn't even know why. I just knew he got in the way of Bernie Sanders, my boy. My boy, Bernie Sanders. he played too much golf. He was just goofing off in there. What was he doing? It wasn't until March 2020 that I was like, "Uh uh-oh. I think I need some answers. Looks like we're going down. Mayday, mayday. Who's the good guys here? Because something's off. I frantically looked around. I looked at Mark Zuckerberg. Are you a good guy? (laughs) Zuckerberg? Who's the good guy? We just talked about him. Isn't that... Ain't that some shit? I swear to God I didn't listen to this previously, guys. I want y'all to believe me when I say this. I did not listen to this shit previously. And I still want to say... I want to say that Zuckerberg can zuck a thousand dicks. All right? Respectfully. Because I could see who the bad guys were, and they were pushing a lot of fear. Yeah. They were trying to convince me of something that was going to happen in, like, two years' time. 
and it hadn't even happened yet. So I was like, they're just trying to tell me what to do. They're trying to trick me. Yes, ma'am. They're trying to get me used to a way of life that is not good for me and is good for them. Right. This is like a weird version of predictive programming, but we already talked about that, didn't we? I watched a lot of those news briefings, White House news briefings live. I wanted to hear him speak live. And when I did, I said, okay, let's just hear this guy out. And I listened to him and I mean, he wasn't saying anything incorrect. He was like a businessman saying, this is where we're at. This is what we're going to do. He wasn't taking me to a fearful place two years ahead of time because that doesn't make sense. Then I watched the news afterwards and they spun it all out of control. They just, it was like mean girls from high school. They're just like, Trump said this and Trump did that. And Trump doesn't like you. And if you like Trump, then you're, you're not cool. And nobody likes you. So I saw the game being played on me and I was like, oh, I think he's a good guy. I think he's in there for a reason. Now I understand why he was president. And he says a lot of interesting things. He'll say things like, you guys have too many men. I'm done. I don't want to. I wish he kind of like sped up at least the video. <coughs> so this would just be faster because I, I don't like when women talk like this. And I'm not saying this to be an asshole. Women will say, well, I don't like the way that you talk when you say things. Or they'll say things like, yeah, you're saying something right. It's just the way you're saying. Bitch, I don't give a fuck. Dumbass hoe. I'm saying something true though, right? Fuck out of here. Scram. I'm sick of this shit. Cause they want to be. See, like I said this before. A lot of women, they'll be lied to. They'll they'll choose to be lied to by a man who's soft spoken, but a man who still seeks, or a man who still poses as someone dominant. But they want sort of the best of both worlds to a woman. They want a feminized bisexual man. I hate to say it like that, but that's what they want. Because I'm going to keep it a stack. Most guys aren't on that level where a guy, if a guy is a little bit more sensitive, he's usually raised by a single mother. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean he's a chump, but he's just a crash test dummy. A lot of these niggas fuck around and they and they rep the set. They join the neighborhood, right? Because they don't have any other way. If they stay in an environment, in the household that they're in, they'll be feminized by the mother. There's no positive male role models for that man. So he seeks the streets. And whether people say it's right or wrong, it is what it is. If the child had a better opportunity to have a father in his life that's willing to guide and mentor him and teach him the life lessons that's necessary to become a man, then the man probably wouldn't have many issues or he would at least be um, well balanced. This thing about child development that a lot of women don't understand. I understood this concept early on in life. When you have somebody who's brought up in a household where he is taught the dominant feminine traits of a man, but is also reminded of the nurturer and caregiver of a woman, he has a balance. That doesn't mean he's acting sensitive and acting manly. What it means is he's a man, but he understands 
the rules, regulations, guidelines, mentorship, whatever the fuck you want to call it, you dig? Versus a man who's only taught the sensitivity of a woman. So because he's only taught the sensitivity of a woman without the presence of a father being a man, he's not going to get the balance that he needs. He's going to come up. And I say this before, a lot of men who are who, who are raised by single mothers, they have an identity crisis because they don't know their fathers. They don't know their true identity. And it's almost in the spiritual realm that they don't know their father, God. They don't know their father and they're spiritually lost. They have an identity crisis that is not only physical because they're trying to seek the guidance and a representation of them as a father. But they miss that guidance and representation as guidance itself. God himself, the almighty. Now, I broke that down and illustrated it. I could have probably done it better, but for the time being, I'll, I'll stick with that. But that's what it is. Some people accept it. And I'm not saying like I came up in a single mother household. But my single, the single mother household that I grew up in was different. I had a step, I had a stepfather for a good period of time. I still have his name to this day. And he taught me sort of the concept and the value of making money. And a person who wasn't connected to me biologically was still there to guide and mentor me temporarily for that purpose alone which is why I can stack money up silently, comfortably by myself with no problems. It wasn't always like this, but it got to that point. I think I think when you when you talk about a woman who's imbalanced, it's a little more dangerous, believe it or not. A lot of people will say, well, the men, we got all the stats. In the past, I did a video with all the stats, the single mother stats, how it affects men, the boys, the child, the children, the gang activity, the drug activity, the drug involvement, the drug addiction, um, the imprisonment, uh, the juvenile uh, stats, and they're like four times as much, four times likely to become juvenile delinquents. Everything connected to single motherhood. A lot of people said, you just hating. I used to talk about this on camera and didn't, I still, I, I won't hesitate to do it. I just will never go on Facebook live and do that. And I'll never go on YouTube. You know, FBK, YTK, YouTube killer, Facebook killer, social media killer, Jersey Judah. All right. I need a shirt made. I got I got secret people out there. I'm sure somebody's listening. Y'all creating shirts, do that. You know what I mean? Like I said, I'm not going on YouTube. But if y'all want to do me the favor, I'm allowing y'all to clip the shit that I am recording. <laughs> Throw it on a YouTube channel. Mention my name, Jersey Judah, J-E-R-Z-E-E-J-U-D-A-H. And, and, and get the word out there, man. And get the income. Get the money that comes. I'm letting y'all niggas do it. Y'all got the keys. Y'all got the keys. Because me, I don't give a fuck about YouTube. I'm not going on YouTube. Fuck YouTube. And fuck them p- 
peasant pansies that run the shit. Sick of it. Sick of it. I gotta spaz out to make my points sometimes. Talking calmly does nothing. When you got people who are stupid and ignorant and don't want to know anything, they don't want to be enlightened. They don't want to be enlightened by the most high. The most high is the only one that gives you that light. These so-called uh, devil worshippers, these so-called Luciferians, these so-called witchcraft demonic niggas, they can all eat a thousand dicks. I'm covered by the blood of Christ, number one, first and foremost. I'm not a Christian, but I do. I, I will announce the son of the most high as Christ. I will acknowledge the son of the most high as Yahawashai. I will acknowledge the term God, or I would acknowledge the term Yahweh. You dig? I'm letting y'all know that right now. That being said, I'm not Bible thumping. That's not what this shit is all about. I get high. I get stoned. This ain't this ain't about all that. I'm just making a point. All these and you see the connection to all these niggas that don't believe in God, that don't have those values, that don't have those ethics. They'll sell their souls. They'll sell other people out to get to a level that where they're at. They don't get to where they're at from talent. These people are mediocre. Let's be honest, dude. I'm sick of this shit. Y'all be out here listening to this fucking mediocre music and shit. I'm like, yo, these niggas really be riding off to this shit? Like, crazy. I don't know. I think I'm going to end this episode because I don't feel like going through the rest of that shit. And we're already an hour, 22 minutes on top of 58 minutes previously. I don't know if this is going to be just one episode or I might just do segment one separate to segment two due to the time. But I'm about to actually go through because I'm in the spirit right now. It's 9.03. I want to go through the WAC 100 and Adam 22 podcast or show from No Jumper. I want to talk about the issues with AD. Shout out to AD. Shout out to T-Rail. The Figmunity world. These are known. I got to say it the way that I'm saying it. So you people can understand what I'm saying. These people are known thugs. Okay. (laughs) I couldn't say it with a straight face. All right, hold up. These people are known thugs, all right? They're known thugs, criminals. Well, not, I don't know about that, but they're known thugs. They're in the streets. They are active. Well, I don't know if they're active either, but they're they're in the neighborhood, bro. They're in the areas, man. They're in the, they're in the trenches. They're in the streets. They are street niggas who became successful, who became uh, accomplished black men, American black Californians of this country, California, gangbanging nation, California, the home of the Crips and Bloods, the Pyrus and the Hoovers, the home of the carnage and chaos. You know it. I know it. God knows it. We all know it. The world knows it. 
The streets are active. Always have been active. California, I'm going to tell y'all why California is so crazy. What was created in California is now emulated in places like Ireland and places like Canada and places like the UK and places like Australia. All of these places that I mentioned have some form of blood or crip um, influenced gang. I lie to you not. But a lot of things are going crazy. A lot of things is getting wacky out there with Adam 22. No jumper. Melrose is looking hot. The stores. I mean, no jumper. He's known for the store. BMX extreme sports type of guy, which is kind of why I liked him in the beginning. He has a lot of like, like even in the studio, you'll see decks hung up, different, different boards and shit. It's like he, I, I kind of, I can kind of still support him on that level because he kind of bridged the gap in a way with bringing sort of that punk rock element that, which is Adam 22 in a sense, sort of the punk rock hardcore guy. Reminds me of, of a lot of the old friends that I was hanging out with in high school, sort of had that sort of look and attitude. They weren't atheists though. They, they were at least, you know, they believed in Yahweh Ba'ashem, Yahweh Shai. Um, Jesus and the Father God translation, all right? They believe that shit. We're not angels. We're not out here changing life. I don't give a fuck about that shit. May the Lord have mercy on my soul. I don't give a fuck about that, nigga. That's not what I... I don't believe that's what I'm born here for. I think a lot of people were born with a purpose, and I think that's the purpose of life itself is to find that purpose. And to be grateful of finding such purpose or even the path of finding the purpose because you realize others don't have that. They don't look at it like that. They look at it different. They'll, they'll say shit like, well, you know how these people, how these people act and how these people like portray themselves. They'll believe that they're like above and beyond other people. I think it's natural for a lot of men to have that pride, but to display such pride or even to withhold such pride is even worse than displaying the pride. And what some people believe to an extent that evil thoughts are just as bad as evil actions. Because the crime that you would commit amongst others would be the crime that you would commit onto God. I want y'all to think about that on this outro. This is a very pseudo spiritual gangsterism type of illustration with this episode. I just want to point that out. And this is accidental. But anyway, back to the no jumper situation that we're going over in the next episode, right? I got to give y'all a sneak preview. So Adam 22 with the fucking sports, the extreme sports, he gets involved in hyper gangbang activity. Pause, no homo, no freaky, nothing nasty about it. I'm talking about street niggas, all right? We talk about niggas everywhere. I don't even think, I can't, like, like, no jumper became, like, a fucking, like, I don't know what the fuck, like, imagine, imagine if, like, 
Adam Twenty Two was a Fed, right? Like let's just let's just paint a picture, right? Like imagine if Adam Twenty, and I'm not saying that he's a snitch or anything. I'm just saying imagine if Adam Twenty Two was indeed a federal agent. These niggas would have packets, dossiers, documentaries, T-shirts, pencil holders, everything. With their names, their record, how many bangers they got there. Like, it's a fucking crime. It looks like a crime scene. It looks like a riot going on. It looks like the Watts riot inside of No Jumper 22 Studios. All right. Okay. No Jumper Adam 22's set. And I'm talking about, like, you know, for directing. His set probably looks like fucking Rap City. Like, remember Rap City? Y'all remember that? Blah, blah. For all my niggas out there. Y'all remember Rap City? Right? Tigger. Y'all remember that? I'm black. And they had, like, cash money there. It was just a whole bunch of hoodlums in the fucking studio. And they just standing around. Like, this shit was crazy back in those days. Real nigga shit, man. You don't got that today. Niggas just on the block. Rolling dice. Niggas on the, do- niggas on the block doing nigga shit. Y'all know. I'm black. Ain't a big deal. We niggas just chill on the block, smoke weed and shit. Cops go by, yo, hide the blunt, hide the blunt. Like, Stop doing that shit years ago, cuz. Like, that shit ain't even... Sit in my car, smoke all the weed I want in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You feel me? <laughs> Fuck out of here. Going on the block, smoking a joint. Oh, the cops coming. Niggas just throwing roaches. Like, yo, go get the roach. Go get the roach. Small ass... Come on, man. Keep that shit on the ground, man. Niggas struggling, like, yo, fuck it, I'll roll another blunt, like, chill. Like, niggas is picking up roaches on the ground. Not even the size of the fingertips, man. Niggas is bugged out, man. Niggas is bugged out. Sick. The Adam 22's, uh, no jumper extravaganza turned into a gangbang. Not even, I can't even say that, because that just sounds wild, zesty, and wild suspect. Let me pause with that. Um... This shit turned into the trenches, dude. Like this, this nigga's studio turned into a. It turned into Death Row Records, bro. This is the closest thing. Like Death Row Records, where you got and people that know the history, you got Suge Knight, Damu, Big Blood. You feel me? Big Blood. You got Tupac here, Crip. You got all these crips. They had they, they, it was the first company. If you look at it, where it was all these blood, these big ass fucking Samoan looking fucking bricklaying bloods and shit, owning a record company and having a bunch of crips. And the rumor was they was extorting these niggas. And I believe it because look at Suge Knight. Look at him. He's a bully. Suge Knight's a bully, bro. You don't beef with Suge Knight. You shoot at Suge Knight. He's a bully. <laughs> you don't reason with bullies. You get bullies to action. You treat them. You, you you teach the bullies a lesson. Suge Knight was dangling niggas. Suge Knight was doing all this shit. I think I think Diddy and Suge Knight was actually cool at one point, and they they probably had the same tactics. Yo, if Diddy was doing some shit crazy, imagine what Suge Knight was doing. Yo, I'm not dry snitching either because I don't know nothing about Suge Knight. Wink, wink. Like, I don't know nothing about him personally, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> look at, I mean, at one point, 
But I think I think niggas like Suge Knight was meant was like sort of meant to crash out because niggas was way way too crazy with the banging and shit. They was banging on wax. Shit was getting real spicy out in Cali. And it was a confusing time because you got to remember, man, like street politics and all that shit. I ain't going to dive into that. I'm just giving y'all the outlining, right? With the street politics, you got niggas looking crazy. Like they looking around like, wait, what's these Crips doing with these Paru niggas? What the? F-? They don't know what they, they say. Yo, these niggas look crazy. Like what are these niggas doing? So it was it was a reputation thing. It became some street shit. And the West Coast already had enough problems, but now you had Vibe magazines and you had these other platforms that were highlighting the East Coast, West Coast bullshit. And that stirred up a bunch of nonsense. So I'm saying all this to say with with like niggas like Suge Knight, like if you think about and that's what the comical thing is to me. Look at the situation with Diddy. The things that Diddy allegedly did would be something that would almost be connected to, if not emulated by somebody like Suge Knight. I'm not saying Suge Knight did any of these things. I'm just saying with how the man carried himself. Rude boy, Badman, right? Super gangbang. Like, yo, Suge Knight. Listen, like, yo, Suge Knight was scaring everybody at one time. There's videos of people verifying, like, yo, he walked into, like, a New York City nightclub, and all the rappers left, my nigga. This nigga's the Undertaker. He's the phenom, nigga. He's big boy like that? They're like, yo, Suge Knight, all right, I got to go, bro. I'll holler at y'all. They're giving dap and shit. Yeah, I'll holler at y'all. Yeah, Suge Knight coming. Suge Knight coming. We got to go. Yeah, niggas got to get out of there. Suge Knight was bossing. Yo, I heard Suge Knight was was doing shit way before Diddy. Oh, God. I heard I heard, this, I heard these stories way back in the day. <laughs> niggas was, yo, come on. Like, even, like, there was, there's certain elements about Diddy, which is always interesting. And I always go back to this because it's, it's fascinating, right? People see Diddy, he dancing, doing all types of zesty movements and shit, gyrating his hips, all types of wild, zesty, out-of-pocket shit. Nobody gives a fuck. It's Diddy. We know it. Like, that's, and and honestly, I don't care about it, because outside of all this crazy shit going on, he was a, he, he was a hit maker. He was, he was making money. It's that dirty money. He's making money, right? Um... But the problem is um, <laughs> just the out-of-pocket shit. Like, yo, niggas know a nigga like Diddy, if he if he was bi- if he's really bi, niggas would not be surprised or care. Let's just be 100% honest. The rap game has already been turned out. The rap game has already been sodomized. The rap game has already been violated. <laughs> With the BBC. But anyway, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Um, this will definitely most likely be separated from the last episode. 
because this is already an hour and 30 minutes, two hours and 30 minutes. Might be a stretch, but I'm going to be chilling out a lot tomorrow, which is why I'm just pumping out episodes back to back. And um, I'm going to be going through the wax shit next, just so I have like a full list of things that I can just upload at once or upload periodically throughout the day tomorrow and then probably save up something for uh, tomorrow night. A little, you know, you know, a little, you know, a little old school red pill vibes. We haven't went through a lot of like bimbos and dumb bitches in a while. Um, the one bitch that was talking the last like segment that we just heard. I just I, I was turned off by it. I couldn't I couldn't listen to it anymore. She sound she sounds slow. She was talking slow, sounded slow. I think she's slow. She might be slow. Yeah. We we can only we can only push forward. Um we can only pray for the better, but prepare for the worst. All right. Um hour 37 minutes so-called segment. This is a separate episode now. Fuck it. Jersey Judah and I got to say, it, in the meantime, and in between time, and until next time, this has been another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Signing out. Peace.